0: Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. I've listened through it all, and it sounds okay. There might be some problems with the microphone that you will have to take into account. That's the way it goes, and that's the way it happens. I just wanted to say that uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. Please go to www.soundcloud.com and listen to the album as well. Or the demo, depending on what I call it in the podcast. It's a non-monetized channel. I'm not making a red cent of it, so I'm giving it away for free. So just go listen to that and come back and hear this. And while you're at it, out there surfing on the wonderful internets, please come see me at instagram.com slash mmxpmusic. I am uploading all kinds of weird things there from my backlog. I've been making these—I don't know what you want to call it—digital art for the past 22 years. It's, it's a good supplement to to my to the podcast and to the album. So uh, I really think you should come over there and, you know, what if if you like the music, if you thought it was good, you know, come and say, hey, Alex, I listened to it. It's it's good, and uh, I want to show you something. So you should listen to this and I'll listen to it and tell you what I think. So trade for a trade, go to SoundCloud, listen, go to Instagram, follow, and then come back here and hear me talk in just a second about how I made the damn thing. Hello. And a friendly, warm, heartfelt welcome to episode 7 of um, the Montana Musical Experiments podcast. I'm Alex. I am the Montana Musical Experiments Project. This is my this is my time to tell you about the wonderful, weird, strange things I've done in my life. And I'm 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 gonna tell it, I'm not expecting anything from you except the fact that. You listen. And if you listen, I'm glad. And if you don't, I don't know, because I have no way of measuring it. Today, we're gonna talk about the second part of the story of Soundscape. Soundscape, my friends Patrick, Simon, uh, Johannes, Christian and Hampus, these fine guys decided they wanted to play with me in a band and we were a psychedelic rock band in 1997. We had, you know, we'd been in a studio together and I think this was the first time I, I actually I'm, I'm not even sure all the guys were in the band at that time. I think we were kind of like you know, absorbing, absorbing our, uh, you know. Absorbing ourselves So we were making the last trip and I liked it and they liked it and Mills my friend liked it Uh, Everybody said this is good. You know, you should you should make something of it. Let's Let's take it one step further guys. Let's go. Let's let's do this as a live experience and and Actually, getting getting the chance of performing live was not that hard. I, for one, booked us in for a gig on December 5th, which was pretty... Pretty quickly done. It was like, uh, can it, can we play here? Or let's do a psychedelic thing. Yeah, let's do a psychedelic thing. That's that's, that's a good one, you know. And um, we started rehearsing a couple of songs. I guess the set list at this time would be, I would be, I uh, would be stuff from. Um, gonna try and figure that one out while i talk my way through it so we we would rehearse and then we would uh, throughout the process you know kind of you know just go more and more live in a way that i think none of us had expected at the time i think nobody was I don't think anybody was ready for so much liveness at that point. We would. Be performing a lot live. Jokingly, the guys would say to me, "Alex, we've performed more times live than than in 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 <laughs> than we actually rehearsed." And quite possibly that actually is true. What I'd done is that I'd taken the demo from or or the recording from the last trip, and I sent off to this Battle of the Bands contest that happened every year in Lund called Music Direct and I thought we can do this this is I mean I mean I've been to a couple of those I mean most of the bands there are crap anyway you know I mean we can we can go in there and do it so we would most commonly be playing on you know uh, small cafes and recreational uh, you know youth centers where kids hung out we would play uh six or seven songs i got a set list in front of me saying that we would play something called jazz i don't think it was jazz more like a tune up and get into the groove thing you know and then we would do a rendition of take me on your trip followed by the blues Recite it with the whole tea set and confused stuff. Uh, there would be a version of mushroom cloud Which I'm kind of curious as to that would have sounded because I, I don't have any recordings of the long soundscape sets, but um, We would then go into the escape sequence, which would range anywhere from four minutes to nine minutes I think and then rounded off with behind her in front of me. So uh, that would be soundscape on a common night, right? And uh, eventually I got a I got a letter back saying here you go we want you to play at music direct on January twenty sixth, nineteen ninety eight. Just a just a slight year. Um, just a slight year after uh, having recorded. What the hell was I thinking? And um, it was uh, it was at one of the the, the more the larger more. Uh, well recognized places in, in Lund called uh, Mejeriet, the the dairy, um, and we had the option of being the first to soundcheck and the last to perform. I don't know if that helped us, but it was. Uh, it, I I kind of think it, it, it. You know, it was a really good bookend to a good show because there was a lot of good performers that night. And I really felt, uh, you know, first of all, I was dirt nervous getting up on stage. I thought, man, this is, whew, you know, I'm gonna die. Because I'm stepping in in front of a very a large audience this time, you know, and, and it's not that I have the option of working myself into a groove. I have to go in there and just go go on, hit it from from the first note. So we are presented going up there getting our instruments and um And um kinda started instructing people. Kinda said there this is gonna be a good experience for you guys. So so if you wanna dance, go ahead. If you dance, I will dance. And I kinda hear the band coming up behind me, and I go, let's just do this thing. We go into the escape sequence. And poor Patrick is still tuning his guitar, but but you know what? He did it very subtly... and everybody just blended into this uh, very mellow and very focused version of the escape sequence. Uh, apart from me, because my whole thing was, I'm just gonna go... no, you got you gotta visualize this. Here you got me. Me, I'm a pretty tall guy. One meter and uh, 90 centimeters long, standing in my black leather pants and a red velvet shirt, or a red satin shirt, I think, by the way, sorry. Kind of swaying across there, you know, I, I, I didn't have a long hair. That's the fun part. I cut I cut it off, you know, a half year before that, you know, I, I had a beetle, before that but I kind of cut my hair short and stood there and just uh, oh you know that's good come on friends play with me let's dance let's sing let's have a freakout time come on come on come on I think I said come on 25 or 26 times that night some somebody counted it and it wasn't me But but it was uh, it kind of it kind of we kind of shone for a while in there. I mean, everybody just fell into place and did a very 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 focused, a very groovy performance of of how the soundscape sounded like. In between, in, in, in between that, we did Take Me On Your Trip. I didn't mention that in the last episode, but I kind of see uh, this Take Me On Your Trip as some kind of cheap Hey You knockoff. Hey You from Pink Floyd's The Wall. Kind of has the same ambience to it. I kind of try to model it the same way also. You know, musically, um, it's a cute song. There's nothing wrong with it. We did a an abbreviated version of it, roughly a minute long. Kind of, um, I'm going to get back to that in, in a short while. Um, that abbreviated version of it, the one minute version of it. you remember it in case you can sing it with me. Just do it. It's love, man. It's love. This one is called Behind Her in Front of Me. Ah, the flagship. Behind her in front of me. Again live four minutes and 17 seconds of pure pure love i remember going sitting down on the side of the stage and looking into my girlfriend's eyes almost reaching out to touch her and saying this is a song about you and me and everything between us I dumped her two weeks later, but or or she dumped me. I don't know. We dumped each other, but for the moment, for that performance, we were we were uh, we were madly in love, and it was. I sang that wonderful love song about her ass, <laughs> and if you haven't heard that story, you have to go back a couple of episodes to behind her in front of me. That's episode four. If you mind, and and listen again, how the story came about, now, and I did a surprising good vocal job on that, that night, as far as I'm concerned. So we did it. It was uh, it was it was it was fun. I really said to myself, this is just for the fun of it. I want to do this because I think it's a funny thing to do. It's it's a good bucket list thing to put in there and say oh I performed with my band in a battle of the bands contest and after I think 20-30 minutes uh, the announcer came on stage and said the winners are this and Soundscape and I freaked out I would never in my life have dreamt that it would be good enough for me to, you know, that that my music would be good enough to win a Battle of the Bands contest. And I jumped up on stage and skipped with joy and stood there like a, you know, (laughs) a happy, lucky schoolboy, having won it. And having won it, took us to the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals was in Malmo. This was a slightly, comp- slightly different uh, setup. We uh, we got the 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 closing slot again. Um, and I remember going up on stage. It was like trying, um, kind of, you know, uh, you know, man- manning myself up trying to to get the right kind of feel yeah. Oh, yeah it's time to run and break free all right it seems like we're So let's get psychedelic and I'd like to introduce to you on bass my good friend Chris Topper But the thing was that the things didn't really get didn't get together at the same way it did in, in Lund. There was problems getting the keyboards online Johannes uh, fought for a very 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 long time um getting the keyboards to to work the way he wanted to uh, while I was talking a lot and I think that kind of got us slightly off phase we did the same set the same kind of you know uh s- same kind of um experience the way uh the way we had done in Lund a month prior. It's time to run, baby. Time to break free. Come on, child, and run with me. Let's run. She's smiling with liquid hair. I know that she is there for me. That night. I mean, the crew working there was even... I mean, the other bands, I I can't remember how many there was. I'm going to have to look that up for you. Whatever. Ask me if you want to. I think we were 12 or 15 bands that night. And some of the... Some of the, Some of them was... Well, not just was. They are, by now, very... Very good musicians and famous musicians as well. Uh, one of them is a common player in in, um, in, the, in in the Eurovision Song Contest, and another one, a friend of mine, is singing with uh, Perry Jesler from Roxette. And uh, so I was I was fighting some some pretty pretty decent musicians. Um we did our best. I mean it was it was it was a f- an amazing experience, you know, but eventually when everything got around to it, we did not go on in a in a in a very distinct and, you know, final way. We we lost it. And uh, sit down. Hey there pretty girls. i I remember I remember sitting on the bus home talking to the guys and kind of I think we were all kind of bummed out about the experience and we I tried to say we're going to we're going to make something you know it's going to it's going to work out. You know, we're going to do something. And actually, it, it didn't turn out that way. I think at that point, I got the impression, maybe somebody said it, it's like, I don't want to do this anymore, Alex. You know, it's, it's... We'd been performing a lot of live experience, live show. We had been performing a lot of live shows in a very rapid expanse of time. We had partaken in two Battle of the Band contests. We had recorded an album but I think most of them kinda was getting fed up and within a couple of weeks it kind of just faded. I tried to invite them to come and play, but nobody wanted to. And I didn't attempt at any more live shows and bookings for us. So, you know, for us it kind of ended. It's kind of sad talking about it, but then again, I mean, the guys went on to do other things. I, I met them afterwards. They're good guys, you know. We didn't we didn't perform again. Nope, I didn't perform with any one of these guys ever after. But it was uh, it was good fun, and it was an experience of a lifetime to be standing on stage with uh, Patrick, Simon, Johannes. Christian or Hampus. Soundscape, wonderful, wonderful guys. There you go, back from uh, the the mushy, heartfelt goodbye to a good band. I'm Alex, you've been listening to the Montana Musical Experiments podcast. From here on, we're gonna go into a bleak period, where I'm struggling a bit more trying to figure out what I want to do with my music. But it's gonna turn out something else, as it always does. Please take care if you're driving remember that the brake is to the left and the gas is to the right that's a that's a good advice i think you should uh heat it take care and i'll see you next week